0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 41 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what to do, this is Jalen Prince. Hey, so we got a guest today. We've got Austin Boyer with the uh, Wrestling World Podcast. Austin, say hi to the all, all 10 of our listeners. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate you coming on, man. This so this is gonna be the wrestling episode. So for those who may or may not know, uh Jalen's a big fan. Clearly, Austin is as well. I know next to nothing. So this is going to be all he's got a shirt on, too, and everything. This is going to be all teaching me and kind of going wild with this. And I'm just here for the ride. So we'll keep it simple. We'll talk about the thing everybody's wanted to talk about. WrestleMania, I need y'all's thoughts, because everything that I'm seeing said that this was a bust. And Austin, I've listened to your show a little bit, too. Triple H was really building up some stories and everything since Vince stepped away. And this is Vince's first show back. Not only has he potentially sold it, but now he's also sold in the performance, because apparently that was
1: rough yeah that was bomb
0: no y'all get sick. right into it i mean the only one that didn't surprise me was roman winning but i mean
1: that's I, that was good I, I got it so i didn't have a problem with wrestlemania because i picked roman to win i would pick roman to win that match that's just me um but overall that wasn't even my favorite match my favorite match of the night was edge versus finn Balor. um uh, i felt like it could have been better one thing i was really hoping for when you got the demon, when you got the demon Finn Balor in like into the equation, and Edge who has a ton of experience in Hell in a Cell, I was hoping they were going to get to the point that will break through Hell in a Cell, and we would get a high flight action where they will both climb the cell, and then either they will fight on top of the cell, or Edge would fall off, and then Finn would do like his uh, like uh, his coup de gras, um, off flight like, from the top of the Hell, uh, like Hell in a Cell. That would have that would have been that would have been it for me, but um. Overall, I felt like it was a really good. I felt like it was a successful Mania. We saw a lot of good matches. Then, of course, you know, we had a few of those matches that like that just wasted a whole, uh, everybody's time. Um, but we'll talk more on WrestleMania in a in a, in a few minutes. But, dog, oh, I gotta get your reaction. What you thought? Oh, like, I gotta get your reaction on on, on last night. Last night, uh, not last night, but m- Monday was a waste of time.
2: Uh, a lot of missed opportunities you know when you think of the raw wrestlemania you think of huge surprises big matches you know guys, energy guys coming from nxt and stuff like that but there was absolutely nothing other than like matt riddle coming back
1: but and i'm not even a riddle fan like the only time i've ever seen him have like a really good type of storyline or promo was him and seth rollins and yeah, that he, was it
2: yeah, he's just not a serious character. I mean, it's hard to get invested in a character like that when they're just not that enjoyable,
1: you know, to me at least. But
0: yeah, I but heard the, the viewership was there for Raw, but I'm guessing the performance wasn't.
1: It's Raw at the it's Raw at the WrestleMania. Usually, you never know what's gonna happen. Um, so it, the viewership's always gonna be there by default. Mm-hmm. But since the like, uh, Austin, let me ask you this: When exactly? Did the reports come out saying Vince was in charge of the entire uh, was in charge of the creative nature of Money Night Raw?
2: I want to believe yesterday morning, um, b- about Tuesday morning, maybe in the afternoon. But uh, Twitter is flooded with uh, you know fire Vince McMahon hashtags, and then, uh,
1: you, you're not gonna fire like that's like firing a landlord. <laughs> the man is the CEO. He, you are not going to fire him. The only, look, here's the thing. I learned in business a long time ago. The only way you're going to get the f- a person that owns something or uh, owns a business, the only way you're going to get them fired. they got to lose money. That's literally the only way. And so I, I don't know how, how, like, WWE is going to lose money even with like Vince being at, in charge of the creativity, like how are they going to lose it? I doubt they're going to lose any viewership.
2: Yeah, man. I, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know what, what they're going to do.
1: Well, let me ask you this. Have you heard any, have you heard, like, has there been any uh, WWE superstars, uh, women's, women's stars? Have they complained or showed like they're not going to sign contracts that, that they might be leaving WWE? Cause the only person I've heard that possibly could be leaving soon is Ben Bailey. I saw a little bit
0: on Twitter today, and I don't know how much truth there was to it. But, Austin, you'll probably know more about this than me. As
2: far as women, you know, asking for their release, I, I haven't seen anything. But a, a lot of the women on the roster are voicing their frustration, um, saying, you know, the women have only had a, a, like a match here and there on Raw last night or um, that that they deserve more. And honestly, you know, it's it's I understand that they, they absolutely do deserve more than what they're being given.
1: Not to mention, like Charlotte, Charlotte and Ripley gave like that was my second favorite match of the WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, yeah, mine as well. Behind uh, the Triple Threat with Gunther, Sheamus, and
1: yeah, yeah, I forget scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's that was that was up there. That I, I wanted Sheamus to win that fight. Um, but how bad how bad is this gonna get with Vince being back?
2: Honestly. I mean, with the eight months the Triple H took over, everything was great. With Vince taking over, I, I see it being worse because even if you think Triple H brought all these guys back that were released due to the budget cuts, and now you look you look at everything, all the guys that got a push, Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, Bobby Lashley, those guys were off the card. And um and that's probably due to Vince McMahon, you know. And we noticed Monday night that there was rumored plans for La Knight. There was rumored plans for Seth Rollins. Plans are being scrapped. Right on, right on the show, you know, live on air. So. I
1: saw that. Yeah, yeah. I wonder so. why he just came out there was being quiet. Yeah,
0: I saw somebody run over. I and I don't. I saw somebody go over to the ring and basically explain. I don't know who it was. Again, I. I am the. I'm just here for the ride on this episode, guys. But, like, it, I saw somebody go over to the ring. I don't know who it was. Someone was in the ring, and they had, like, four people basically explain to him what was happening. And it looked like it was a last-minute change. And, I mean, you're you're in the ring. Lights are about to go up. You can't really just say no. But right. it definitely looked like – I can't remember who it was, but he looked pissed. And, again, this is just – it. I know I'm not super helpful on this episode, guys, but it's, like, I appreciate y'all pairing with me. But yeah. um, like,
2: it's getting bad. I, I see it getting real bad. How bad? So,
0: how
1: bad? How bad? How bad could this really be? I know it's going to be bad, but like, if you can describe this or paint a picture on how bad this can be, try your hardest. Um,
2: well, I ain't no uh Van Gogh or anything, but uh, you know, I, I could try to try to explain it. Um. Honestly, I see a lot of talent leaving soon, mm-hmm. if not now. You know, um, with the with the stars that we didn't see on Mania, could it be that they are asking for their release now? Could it be that you know they know Vince is in charge? Or are they just refusing to work for him?
0: So, is this gonna? Do you think they go to AEW or like what's what do you think will happen?
2: Uh, maybe AEW, maybe Ring of Honor. You know, Tony Khan he owns both, mm-hmm. so they're maybe New Japan. I would hate to say impact because I'm not a fan of impact anymore. I haven't been for a while, but that's yeah. Always- I, stopped,
1: I stopped messing with, I stopped messing with impact. I love AEW because they got CM Punk. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of, speaking of Punk, the best in the world still to this day. Um, remember, remember the pipe bomb they had back back around 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people even back then thought it was scripted. It was just in part of the storyline, you know, his contract running out. Uh, right. When he did the whole thing where he won the WWE championship over John Cena at Money in the Bank in Chicago, um, yeah. and, he, and he left. A lot of people thought that was scripted. I thought I was one of those people. Well, well, I was half of one of those people. The other half, I thought like he's actually leaving because I didn't do the research at that time. Let me ask you this. Going back to that pipe bomb that he had, and fast forward 10, 10 years later, do you feel like what CM Punk was talking about, about the WWE uh being better? when Vince McMahon is gone, has that came out to fruition once we had those eight months with Triple H?
2: I honestly think it's the truth. Uh, I don't see Vince stepping down anytime soon. We've seen, you know, him take that delay in what, eight months of Triple H taking over. He wasn't a part of anything. Now he's back. Um, and, and, and even though we didn't see him, you know, taking taking creative, we didn't see any changes as far as, you know, Vince taking over in the past eight months. He could have been, you know, on the cell phone telling Triple H what to do, you know, voicing his opinion. You know, Triple H don't have to listen, but who knows. But as far as, you know, Vince being gone, I definitely feel that way. I think WWE is better off with Vince just out of the picture, not even out of the picture completely, just as far away from creative as possible.
0: So what does it mean? So. The sale, the sales official now, right? Like Vince has actually sold the WWE to this weird, the um, UFC. Dana white UFC conglomerate media type thing. What is that even going to do? I don't know. And like, what does that mean for Triple H? Cause I feel like he's.
1: That was like, like the the promo that he gave, it felt like a lot of people said that felt like a goodbye.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't see it as that. I, I think he'll always be a part of the business. Even if we don't see him on screen. I, I don't think that's a goodbye. But, you know, who knows?
0: We we do know that. And I'm, I have to work this joke in here. We we do know that Vince McMahon wants Spider-Man, pictures of Spider-Man with that trash mustache. I, I feel like between everything he said since that mustache came out, he's saying, meh, between every single other word. Like, it just, it doesn't... It, That that's my contribution to the episode. is a terrible joke. That is the worst joke I'm going to tell all month. And I appreciate the pity laughs for all all three people who are laughing at this right now. (laughs) He's been getting clowned on Twitter, man. It's been fun to watch. But like it, that is the thing that a lot of people are speculating is now that Vince has sold the WWE, he's going to stay a part of creative. Which I feel like, based on everything you guys are saying, that's not going to be good.
1: It's not. um, I think somebody did some research. There were about 30 minutes of matches for a three hour show on Raw. And I think how many times did we see like women, like women's, like women wrestling matches? We didn't get good promos at all. And lastly, Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes, that left me in shock because I'm like, why? Uh, and, And he gave him a grown man beating. And I'm like, just why? What was the point of that? Roman, I understand. Um, like the Usos, I will understand. Solo Sequoia, I, I, I understand. And I felt like we were about to get to a point where Solo was about to take, Solo was about to go solo. Um, start to merge himself into being more of a singles contender and more on the outskirts of the bloodline. I get why a lot of people wanted Cody Rhodes to win the Universal Championship. I wasn't one of those people because, dog, we've never seen, we haven't seen a run like this with Roman Reigns as a tribal chief. We haven't seen a run like this in a long time. Um, Now, Stone Cold Steve Austin at his peak was at another level. I don't doubt nobody's going to be able to touch it. Um, John Cena around in his peak, like, nobody's, like, that's in a realm of their own. But if something could at least crawl and knock on the door, of those peaks, it was right. It was right here with the Tribal Chief, like give, uh, giving the bloodline storyline. And I feel like I I, I wanted to see wh- how far Triple H was going to be able to take this, even with a lot. And I wanted to see what was the Tribal Chief going to be if he wasn't champion anymore. But now that this is back, I, I'm just thinking about what's a way to make sure either Vince don't mess this up. Or, what is the way that Triple H can find a way to come back and be in charge of creative? And I can't think of that right now. And I've been doing my research. I've been going on, listening to other expert, uh, so called experts, talk about this. What's your take?
2: You know, I honestly feel, and you, and you said about Brock Lesnar getting involved, which absolutely to me made no sense at all. And the only it was, thing
1: involved is one thing: attacking Cody. Uh, that was just like that like that didn't do nothing but just create another meme for people right. who got trust issues. They could use that as just it just as a meme.
2: Yeah, him attacking Cody made absolutely no sense. The only thing I could say is that maybe they are planning to have Roman hold on to the championship till WrestleMania forty and make it a triple threat between Lesnar, Cody Rhodes, and Roman Reigns for the title. I know that's a long shot, but honestly, I don't know. You know, um,
1: well, let me, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: um, What's been your overall feel from the last few days, counting counting Mania, and also the Raw after WrestleMania, as well as uh, um, as we get to Friday Night SmackDown, which is going to be the fir- which is going to be the first SmackDown after WrestleMania.
2: We'll yeah, see what happens on SmackDown. Um, as far as Mania and Raw go, um, with especially with Raw, I, I definitely feel like you know. That was a Vince McMahon booked Raw. You know that was a Vince McMahon's deal with SmackDown. Who knows? Maybe SmackDown could be better. Maybe SmackDown could be more positive. I, I don't know. I'm trying to stay as positive as possible when it comes to WWE right now, and that's just hard when you think of Vince McMahon being back in charge. But who knows?
0: So everything I'm seeing with Vince coming back is he basically came back to spearhead the sale of WWE. And I think it's, I mean, he's, almost, he's what, 77, 78 years old? Like he's, he, all the the alleged steroids, all the, you know, all the other stuff he's put in his body. He, he can't have much longer. So I don't know if, like, even if he did get in charge You're, of creative, like it wouldn't we're be We're talking like
1: lifespan, we never know. Uh, that's with true a guy, uh, with a guy like that plus <laughs> plus him being stupid stupid behind rich as well as having connections on connections because we're gonna do up, a I, thing where i, I take I, I, your I, heart and i put it in my body to keep me going for another 30, 30 years 30, 30, like, it'll I'm be great there'll be an game. angle it's awesome I, i'm gonna throw out a scenario how much you like Austin? do you fall, like have you ever been a batman fan
2: when I was younger, yeah.
1: Okay, have you ever heard of a supervillain called Ra's al Ghul? Nah. <laughs> okay, Garrett, you know see, where I'm about to go. I see with this. where you're going with this. All right. A while back, there was a show called Batman Beyond. Back mm-hmm. in our childhood, okay. There was a scene where Ra's al Ghul, who is how would I is is a narcissistic, um, psychotic world leader
0: that's an understanding
1: he, and, he, and like yeah that's basically the best way i could do it um his goal was he was the human version of ultron to commit absolute genocide and then once everybody is gone shake the world up to his image in the way he won that was his ultimate goal was for racial goal the thing with him was batman got in the way
0: now he had a,
1: he had a, like his own personal army. He had his daughter who is is one of a billion love interests for Bruce Wayne Batman. And he had his right-hand man uh, or oh, oh, like shoot, Obu. But Ra's al Ghul in Batman Beyond, he was presumed that he was uh, like presumed de- pr- de- is dead. But he always used the Lazarus Pit which was a magic elixir pool where he would constantly regain youth, but it would take more, but he would age very faster. So he had to constantly go in the bath. To make a long story short, on the episode of Batman Beyond, he sacrificed his daughter. They would switch, like when his, when his body was about to die and the Lazarus Pit was gone, he used technology to switch his mind into his daughter's body. The reason why I bring that up,
0: I've been on the I've been on the same page.
1: And there's some conspiracy theorists that I do believe
0: loyal to the foil, big dog. Let's do there's it. There is
1: a good chance he has a content. Uh, Vince McMahon has a contingency plan to live forever. Triple
0: H's Batman is the name of this episode for sure. Now, because
1: <laughs> there's a strong chance, I believe. Because here's the thing, I remember. And I get it; it's TV, mm-hmm. but a lot of stuff on TV kind of resembles potential stuff that can happen in real life. Family Guy is one of those um, one of those things. The Simpsons
0: they, is known for predicting the future.
1: Here's the thing. Here, here's the reason why I bring this up. Family Guy, one episode, they had where Carter Putnam had to cure for cancer. Yep. Remember that? I yep. do believe that the government does have the cure for cancer. They just would never give it out. But another yeah. episode they had when. Remember the uh the mansion the mystery mansion episode where James Wood invited a whole bunch of people. Yes, yes, it is. But do. he ended up dead because of um Di- uh, Diane Simmons. Yes. But in another episode, James Wood returned and he told a story about like when the people that found his body, they were surprised. They said like he's one of those people that cannot die, so they revived him. I feel like Vince. I feel like Vince McMahon is one of
0: those people. <laughs> Vince McMahon just consumes the souls of all the interns for WWE just to keep I, staying I feel like, around.
1: Like you, remember, <laughs> I feel like Vince McMahon is one of those people in in this world that that just won't die.
0: No, and I mean you. You've pulled parallels too. Like when you said the Batman thing, he's got a daughter who's like his right hand person. He's got his right hand people as well within the WWE, and you've he's got gonna have grandchildren now. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... So is Triple H Obu or is he Batman? He gotta be back. He gotta oh, be yeah, he ba- Oh, he, he's, Batman. He's, Batman. He, he's Batman. He's Batman. He's Triple Batman. Triple H is Batman. Yep, that's the name of the episode. Triple H Batman. Because his thing,
1: Vince, um, Vince McMahon's daughter, Stephanie McMahon, that mm-hmm. is Taya.
0: Yep. Now oh, I see it. Now I'm with you. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. Shoot. All right, well, let, let, let's hop out of this rabbit hole. Let's go right back into it. Austin, what did you think about McAfee coming on for a, a bit in WrestleMania again with George Kittle? Because I feel like, I mean, what did what did you think of McAfee's time with WWE as a whole? Because I know some people loved it. Some people hated it. Some people you know, were just kind of, meh.
2: I'm actually a fan of McAfee. I am. I'm not just mm-hmm. saying that because Pittsburgh. That's but, true. Um, you know, because I am too. But, um. I wasn't a fan of his mania pants. You know, I, I feel like that could have been used for somebody like L.A. Knight that wasn't on the card or Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. that wasn't on the card or, you know, Bray Wyatt or some, you know, somebody. You know, you have a full roster of talent, use the talent you have. You don't need guys like McAfee coming in for a,
0: a short segment or two. What about Snoop? <laughs> Who's just, Snoop's just doing side quests has, in life right uh, now. That's all he's doing. Um,
1: I felt like Snoop though, he was a tremendous host. Yeah, it was fun. I, I,
0: I will never, ever, ever be able to disrespect Snoop. I love Snoop. Oh, Snoop's Snoop's a legend for sure. He's just he's just again he's just doing side quests in life at this point. He's like, what I What am I doing this week? Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go be on WrestleMania. <laughs> I'll, see, <laughs> I'll see you guys in a couple days. That's <laughs> just great. I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's great. Like, I mean, so I, I guess I, I don't mean to keep cutting you off, man. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, brother. So, I mean, what what would you expect, like, kind of coming forward for SmackDown? Like, what's some of the stuff you're hearing? What's everything that you're kind of... Because I know when I listen to your show, I know you're a whole lot more in tune with some of the, the rumor mill and everything than I am. You
2: know, I haven't heard too much on SmackDown. Usually when you hear something on SmackDown, it's usually the day before or a mm-hmm. few hours before the show. So I'm hoping to hear something positive as far as, you know, who was on the card for Mania as far as storylines go. But... I haven't heard too much right now um, as far as back down goes.
0: Okay. What kind of, and I guess what kind of storylines, because I, I know that's huge. So, like, I guess what kind of storylines have been, in, in your opinion, Jalen, I'll ask you this as well. In y'all's opinion, what kind of storylines have been dragging on lately? What storylines are you guys waiting to start? What storylines seem like they're right in their peak? And kind of go, for, uh, you know.
1: I'm going to let uh, Austin, you go, you go first on this one.
2: You know what? To me, man, the ju- the Judgment Day storyline's been dragging on. The Rey Mysterio Dominic storyline's been dragging on, and this has been for what eight months. As much as I like the Judgment Day, as much as I'm a fan of Edge,
1: I kind of just want to see this
2: storyline be put to bed, and just them kind of move on to something different. But that's me. I don't know.
1: Here's my here's my thing. Now that Vince is back, I'm trying to figure out what are they gonna actually do with Dominic? Because I won't be surprised if he gets cut.
2: Oh yeah. Or, or at least push back down NXT at least or something because I don't I don't see much for Dominic on the main roster at all.
0: Um I'm, just gonna, I'm, I'm nodding I'm up, smiling the, for our, our audio. The, <laughs> the audio other than the podcast.
1: Uh, I say here here are a few people that I want to see take off. There we go. Solo Sokoa uh, solo Sokoa, Damian, uh Damian Pierce out of the judgment day because I love the way he fights. And I want to see. I, I I want man. I I I really wish o, Omos would have won that fight against Brock Lesnar because I want to see how far like he would have gone.
2: Now, see to me, um, I'd like to see Seamus take off.
1: Yeah, I wanted him. But yeah, I, I wanted him to win that fight.
2: Yeah, and I'd like to see McIntyre take off as well. But, you know, I, I am actually a fan of Gunther being intercontinental champion. But so we'll see what happens. But I would like to see Gunther, you know, for the road title at some point. Because um, I, I do feel that he is a future road champion. But in order for Seamus to be a Grand Slam champion, he has to take that intercontinental championship. So um, I'm looking forward to that if that ever happens.
0: Who do y'all think is the person who's going to unseed Roman right now? Because I mean, we all knew he was going to get a or his thousand days. I feel like that was the biggest non-surprise of the entire weekend was Roman keeping it for a thousand days.
2: I feel like it'll be Cody. I I just got a hunch. I don't know.
1: I can see Seth Rollins simply because uh, Roman's never beaten Seth Rollins without it being DQ. Because you go back and look at his reign and all of his title defenses, Seth was won by DQ.
2: So the story is there; they could use that as a yeah,
1: potential. definitely.
0: And like y'all were talking about Sue with um with Cody Rhodes and everything and getting attacked by Lesnar and everything. I think you were dead on with saying it can come back to be like a a triple threat type match situation which i yeah, mean yeah
1: but look you try, you're talking about like waiting all the like waiting to have that match um you're talking about waiting to have that match like back in like for next year's mania oh it, like anything can happen in the year mm-hmm. like by the time we get this point heck we don't we don't even know who's gonna be like win the royal rumble for next year
0: well they were teasing the lesnar and roman reigns match for like a month and a half hey te-
1: they were teasing like roman reigns and the rock for like all, for months hmm yeah and I and like something told me that was not gonna happen no not to mention I'm trying to figure out like if Jay Uso is gonna try to uh, like make another run uh, another another run at the title a lot of people feel like he could have been the one in the bloodline
2: and it, well he still could to be honest you know because he's still a member but he could be the uh the thorn you know that that drives the bloodline away
1: okay let me ask you let me ask you this Austin what was your favorite who unlike who had the best entrance at Wrestlemania this year
2: I want to say Roman because Roman's entrance was awesome the piano playing
1: I I think that was great yeah
2: but also Bianca Belair I I think her
1: that yeah that was the best that was the best to me uh especially um, the Divas of Compton—that was the name of the dance group that, like, she displayed out there. The little girl. The report said that she lost her mother in that morning. Yeah. So prayers to her and her family. Absolutely. Um. To me, it was that. But of course, I gotta say, Cody. I I, I like that was the best. My favorite one was Cody Rose because of all the hype that was building up to the the huge whoa. That was gonna happen for his song, um, for his like his entrance music. So I would say that.
0: Definitely, yeah, I agree. I've been so helpful on the show. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're man. out of my element, man. I, I warned you both of y'all going into this. We're out of my element with this. So this is definitely. I mean, I I remember some of the old wrestlers. I I mean, they've always been a part of like pop culture and everything too. But I've never really gotten into it so I guess for people like me that I wouldn't even call myself a casual fan like Austin Jalen where do you guys recommend like someone who's trying to get into wrestling starts to kind of grasp this whole thing you know is it you know different shows is it NXT is it AEW is it straight up with WWE for you know just a Monday Night Raw type thing or going into a Smackdown or like what's the best place for the person who's trying to get into this to start
1: uh YouTube yeah YouTube. Hey, that- fair enough
2: that or the vocal shows, you know, around the area. Okay. For hmm. me, it, um, that's how, you know, a lot of the fans I know get into it. But yes, also YouTube. <laughs> that, that. <laughs>
0: fair enough. No, fair enough. And I, I guess I'm asking for the people who might be listening to this one, just kind of wondering what our take on this is. But like I said, I know Jalen, you're a huge fan of it. You went to what, what event did you go to? Because I know a couple months ago you went to a WWE event.
1: I went to Monday Night Raw. That was, um, Let's see. Kevin Owen Kevin Owens, he let it off. Then got interrupted by Baron Corbin and JBL. They were, you know, trash talking Al- out on like the state of Alabama and everything. So, you know, usual promo type stuff. Um I was yeah, uh Alexa Bliss was there, then she got interrupted by some mysterious dude, then the lights cut off, and everybody went their separate ways. Um uh Bailey Bailey and damage control they were there if i remember all of this was at legacy arena lastly um the the main event match was uh that was that was a tag team gauntlet match and the final two tag teams were the street profits and uh judgment day that was when they won an opportunity to uh, like get ready to face the usos who at that time were the tag team champions
0: hey fair enough well, all right, Austin. Awesome. Do you have anything else you want to get into wrestling wise? Did you have uh, any kind of thoughts, speculations, anything? I know uh, when I listen to your show, I know you're a big Bray Wyatt fan. If I I'm
1: look at your I Twitter thought, handle, I too. I thought he was coming back. <laughs> let, let's
0: here, let, let's open this up right here and set that. Go for it, man. There was actually a video
2: on Twitter. Somebody actually seen him in his car, and he said his mania is tomorrow. So everybody expected him to be there on Sunday, but that didn't happen. So nobody knows what's going th- on. Do you it's think?
1: A, but I don't. I don't know. Do you think like uh Vince was the reason why?
2: I feel like it. You know, if you look when he was released in the past, they tried to say buzz it cuts, but then they said later on that it was uh Vince didn't like the way he was as far as his physical shape, and now they're saying you know he's off of TV because of a physical issue. That does kind of make you wonder. Maybe this is a whole Vince McMahon thing. I don't know. Nobody knows at this point.
0: I mean, the the one thing I respected about Vince, especially in the early days of WWE, was like, if you had beef with him, he would basically let you get a free shot at him. Now, I'm guessing at 77, he's not letting you do that anymore and just kind of sits back and does his own thing. But like, it's it, it, for me, it, I'm, not, I'm not trying to have beef with Vince McMahon or anything like that. I, I avid listener of the show, I'm sure. Um, But like for me, I feel like the sign of a good company, the sign of a good situation in a production is not having to be hands on for everything and allowing the people you brought in to run your show do their job. That's why they're there. So like it's a situation to me where like I feel like he should take a step back and just kind of just be the figurehead at this point. Let Triple H handle things, let everybody else handle what's you know what they've been doing because it's been working. And I feel like fans have been more into it lately, just based on the the brief things that I'm seeing. But I don't know. I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm and this may be again from someone from the outside looking in, I'm not a big fan of how hands-on he is still at this point. At the size of the production is the size of everything it is. Just take a step back, man. <laughs> Kick your feet up and ride it out at this point. And I know that's probably not his mentality, but you know, you have to pass the reins off at some point. Unless of course you are the, the live version of Rachel Gould and you're just not gonna die. Or <laughs> which um we are not trying to kill Vince McMahon. I need us to be abundantly clear. We don't want this to be a situation where you say their name on the show and like, oh yeah, they're still alive and then they're not anymore. Like that's not at all the situation. <laughs> so, hey, let's let's be very clear. I don't need that on me. But I mean, yeah, so I guess at this point, Austin, like, when do you think Bray Wyatt's gonna come back? I mean if he ever is going to come back, I was going to say, no.
2: yeah, it's a if to me because I hope he comes him. back, but I don't know. You know,
1: um, there is, mm-hmm. there's no telling. Not if Vince, not a Vince is back, there literally is no telling.
0: What do you think happens first? You think Vince shaves that terrible pencil mustache, or Bray Wyatt
1: comes back? No. Yes. No.
2: <laughs> Vince will change that mustache before Bray comes back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the Vegas odds on it for sure. All right, man. Well, let's go ahead and wrap it up, man. I mean, did you guys have anything else you wanted to get into? I think we covered everything, bro. Sweet, man. Well, all right. Awesome. Let the people know. First of all, how'd you find us? And I mean, I know I've, I've given you props in the past before. I mean, I, you deserve a ton of credit for sending the good pods group, man. I mean, that's, that's definitely something that that's how I found you actually was just scrolling through our Twitter stuff by chance. And yeah, that's really- actually
2: how I found you guys through Twitter. Um just scrolling through Twitter. found your podcast and got you in the group. So yeah, I, man, look forward I, would... to working, I look forward to working with you guys in the future.
0: Yeah, we appreciate it. I'll be sure to be, be more right. informed on wrestling when it comes on. But how can the people find you? Well, Where can they find your show? Where can they find you on the socials? Anything like that?
2: My podcast, Wrestling World, is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Good Pods. Good Pods is a great app if you're a podcaster or just a podcast listener. So, check it out.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then where can they find you on Twitter? What's your handle for that one?
2: My Twitter handle is Austin Boyer 24. Well, my Twitter handle is Bray White fan twenty four, so <laughs> I, I always get the Twitter handle confused with the actual uh, username. So,
0: oh, you're good, man. We it. That's why I try to make ours the same. Is that way I'm I'm correct regardless. So, right, yeah. <laughs> Guys, we appreciate Austin. We appreciate you coming on, man. We're gonna go ahead and close out the show real quick. Uh, hey, a bit no of problem, a shorter man. episode this week. Appreciate it, man. So we're gonna have uh, again. Thank you everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it um hopefully let's get you into wrestling find some local shows really kind of support everything around those lines you know as always thank you for listening if you like the show you know be a friend tell all your friends so your crazy uncle tell your Vince McMahon loving best friend to review the show listen to the show rate it five stars comment feed the algorithm gods and if you didn't like the show this never happened um you're not getting that time back and we appreciate it but you're not going to get the time back and we you know you go your way we'll go Lars if you guys want to talk to us and interact with us better, the best place to do that is going to be on Twitter at TDS and pod. We're also on Facebook with two dudes of sports news. Uh, we just don't use it as often as we use Twitter. We always want to get a shout out to the end of the show as usual. Uh, shout out. Awesome show pressing wrestling world podcast for sure. Uh, we want to shout out Jim over fan of the van who, if y'all saw the announcement is coming on in two weeks Brent and Dave over 1420, the guys over the BS in sports podcast, Aaron and JD over Brutally Honest Sports, Nate's Daily Wager, our boy Darian over at Chiltakes. uh, Dave and John over Love of the Playing Field, the guys with the We Like Sports podcast. Again, I apologize that you guys had to be our first lost episode, um, but we'll definitely look forward to getting on with you guys again. Uh, sports betting with Jake and Scott and sports bliss with Rob and Chris. So, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we'll see you next time.
1: Peace.